Hagutner of Shabbos, my friends, this Shabbos, I would love to share with you, Lekovit Shabbos Kodesh, a, a thought that I think could be brought out from two Nekudos in the Pasha that are very difficult at first glance. The first one is the whole infraction between Yaakov Avinu and the Malach. And they're fighting, and ultimately Yaakov is victorious. But the obvious question is, why was Yaakov alone? The Torah prefaces that whole that whole fight with the Malach, with the words, Yaakov was alone. And Chazal told us an astounding thing. He went back for Pacham Ketanim, the Gemara and Chun, Tzadiyala brings down, he went back for these little jugs, close to worthless jugs. Chazal tell us that this must be because Tzadikim Choviv Aleihem This is a general trait by Tzadikim. General trait, which makes the question even bigger, because some want to say these were big jugs, these little jugs were used many years later for Hanukkah and the Chosim, the seal of the Kohen Gadol may be referring to Yaakov, I mean, these are all mystical ideas. But I'm just saying what Chazal tell us over here is that simply he was going back for jugs because Sadiqim and the rationale that the Gemara gives is because they don't steal. Now why? Because you don't steal? A tzaddik should reflect the ultimate spirituality, totally focused on that. And physical possessions should be close to worthless. And here it's quite the opposite. So how do we understand that? The second question I'd like to bring out is the fact that Yaakov Avinu builds huts for his animals. And for whatever reason, he does that. And in fact, Arachayim points out, we don't find this anybody before Yaakov Avinu. That while they're traveling, they're building huts en route for the animals. But he names the city after those huts. Seems a little bit out of, definitely against logic. If you're going out to build yourself a home, and you're building for your animal some kind of hut, why would you name the city after that? And it goes further, Chazal tells me, we to the whole Yomtev, we were privileged to the Yomtev of Sukkot in the Schar of Yaakov Avinu. Comes the Torah's brother, Rabbeinu Yehuda, and the Torah brings us down in Hilchas Rosh and he says, well, what deed of Yaakov Avinu? And he goes to Avram, the, the mysterious Nefesh, with the Malachim, with the Ugas Matzas, we have Pesach. Yitzchak Avinu with the ram by the Akedah. Okay, we, we understand these are lofty, lofty moments. But Yaakov Avinu, simply the huts, the animals. How does that, what does that have to do with Sukkos? I think the answer here is quite simple. We as Klal Yisrael have a foundational Musag, Hashkofa Sachayim, that's found in the Chavis Alvos, and that's Hakor Satayim. Our whole obligation of keeping the Torah Mitzvahs is an expression of Akar Zateh. And because of that, a Jew has to know that this is a midah that he must perfect till he ultimately masters it. Now, what is Akar Zateh? What is it? So the mistake I think that some make is they think Akar Zateh means to return a favor. That's not Akar Zateh. That could also be an act of selfishness. As Chazal tells us, very often, person would do a favor, Ruvain does a favor for Shimon with the knowledge that Shimon will do a favor for him back. What that does is it makes the act that he's doing for Ruvain, or what Ruvain is doing for Shimon, or what Shimon is doing to Ruvain, these are acts for themselves. These are just ways of invoking another favor. So that's not a true Akkor Satoiva. True Akkor Satoiva is totally and selfless, selflessly 
just of recognizing the good. Simply. And that's a tough, that's a tough madrega to reach without focusing on it. And it's hard to measure. But Yaakov Avinu mastered HaKorosateva because he mastered HaKorosateva. He refused to allow the Pacham Ketanim which he viewed as a gift from HaKadosh Baruch to be left alone. They must be, they must be gotten. They must be returned. They must be used for something positive as it is a gift from Hashem. That's why it's called that they don't steal. But not stealing means they know the origin of everything that they have. If you don't recognize that something from, from Hashem on a spiritual level, you're stealing. Because you're using something which is from Hashem and not recognizing that element. There's, there's a Geneva there in Hashkafa. And that's what a tzaddik is. A tzaddik recognizes all the blessings around them come from HaKadosh Baruch. And therefore they must be preserved and utilized to their maximum. So now we understand the first lesson. The animal says, Darachayim HaKadosh, Yaakov Avinu HaKadosh HaTov, these animals, these animals do favors. You're living, you're living through them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has sent them for a purpose. And it's whether it's milking, whether it's the meat, whether it's the, the plowing the fields, these are all brachas. In fact, many learn that's why you have to feed the animals before you feed yourself. Hakaras HaToyva. Yaakov Avinu had Hakaras HaToyva, the first one in history to have such an ultimate Hakaras to go to an animal that doesn't even have the capacity to give the favor back. That's the ultimate Hakaras HaToyva. And that's why the Yom Tov of Sukkot, which reflects the ultimate Hakaras HaToyva for Anani HaKovet. Why do we have a special Hakaras HaToyva for Anani HaKovet more than the Mon and more than the Be'er? Which gave us water? Some learn is because the be'er and the and the man; those were necessities. The Anani Akovet gave us the extra comfort. Even things that weren't needed were inclusive in the Anani Akovet. Therefore, the Anani Akovet requires us to have the ultimate Akoras Atoyva, and that's the mitzvah of Sukkot is to have that ultimate Akoras Atoyva. Where do we get that schus to express that from Yaakov Avinu lemiknei osa Sukkot? And that lesson Yaakovinu wanted to implement into the fiber of Klal Yisrael, Al-Kain Koral Amokam because that's why he named the whole city Sukkot.